If you felt great in your body, how would that change your life? How would it change your body? And how would it change your level of happiness? Women deserve to feel great in the skin they're in and to live a life they truly love. Now is the time to join the host of For the Health of It, Master Health Coach, Julie Medesi. everybody. Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm so glad you're here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Julie Medesi, and I am your host today. I am a master health coach, a certified holistic health practitioner, certified personal trainer, and a few other things. And I'm really glad that you're here today for today's show. We are going to talk about something really important, fun, I hope, and uh, also interesting, and that is weight loss and fitness romance versus reality. So, you know, you're on a quest to lose weight and you want to follow this really cool new diet where you can not change anything you're doing, eating or exercise wise, or just take this miracle supplement, or you get this machine, you just attach to your abdominals and you can sit on the couch and eat your favorite snacks. And after a month, you get six pack abs, right? It all sounds really great. And the diet industry is there to make sure that you keep coming back over and over again. And it always feels like you're the one falling short, but that's not true. The truth is the diet industry is setting you up for failure. So we're going to talk about that today and the romance of what's projected and the reality of what life happens. So we all want instant gratification, right? We all want to have that body that we love. There's more to it than meets the eye. The good news is it is not as complicated as you think. So let's dive in. So the weight loss industry is a $78 billion industry in North America alone. I mean, think about that. How do they make those numbers? They make those numbers because they get you to keep coming back over and over as a customer spending your money. They have you convinced that you just need this next great thing, and you find out after a while that it doesn't work either. Or somebody else is on a different program and you think, well, maybe that'll work better for me. And you jump from program to program. And in the end, you're frustrated. You feel stuck. And you keep seeing these social media images and these video montages of all these people who have made this magical weight loss journey. And the diets promise you that. They say, buy this special food. We only have to eat this. Take this special miracle product. And have you been on YouTube lately and you've seen those crazy, um, this one miracle discovery, this ancient special herbal remedy that will help um, hack your metabolism. I'm here to tell you the romance of all of those promises are not reality. This is why the diet industry is making so much money from you. This is why you feel frustrated and they keep convincing you that you need to come back. They want to prey on your emotions. They want to prey on those areas of your life that you feel like you don't measure up to. And you know what? You are an amazing human being. It doesn't matter what your shape, size, weight, clothing size. It doesn't matter any of that. Okay, so let's talk about how to turn that romance into your reality and what to do on a practical sense. Because in most of those programs, what happens is you go into a calorie deficit, meaning you eat fewer calories than you spend in activity on a daily basis, and over time you lose weight. 
But the diet industry has you do that by giving up foods you love, going into some crazy exercise routine that feels like you can't possibly maintain it for a very long period of time. And you end up white knuckling your way through trying to figure out how can I how can I figure this out? Why isn't this working for me? The truth is it isn't working for you because it's not set up to be sustainable. And the best approach is one that you can maintain for the rest of your life. We aren't talking about just weight loss here. They promise weight loss, but what kind of weight are you losing? There's some of these companies that say you have to buy our special food. They don't even call it eating. They call them feedings. I mean, I'm sorry, but we're not infants anymore and we're not animals. And so I don't think feedings is really a good approach when you're trying to live a healthy life that you actually enjoy. So instead of buying those special products, what happens is they sell you these highly processed foods, they sell you these highly processed supplements, they have you do these things that you cannot sustain over time. So if you take a step back and take a more reasonable approach, think about how could you still eat the things you love to eat, do the things you enjoy doing, and be healthy? And what would you say if I told you that is actually possible? Well, that's what we're going to continue to talk about today. So the diets want you to fail because they want you to keep coming back and spending your money. And every new star, every new celebrity is telling you how easy it is. It isn't necessarily complicated to lose weight and be healthy and maintain those things for life. But it also isn't necessarily easy. So what is the reality of weight loss? The reality is you can't control your fat cells and what your body does in response to what you're eating and what, how you're moving any more than you could control the real estate market when you want to sell your house. You can put it together nicely, groom the yard, paint the outside, do all of these beautiful upgrades to your house, but you can't control the real estate market and how much money you'll get when you sell your house. You can plan a beautiful party. You can have all the best decorations and the coolest setup in the world, but you can't control the weather. When it comes to your health, you can eat all the healthy foods. You can move your body in the best way possible and at the end of the day, you cannot control your fat cells and what they do. So this whole idea of spot reduction, this whole idea of targeted weight loss just isn't real. Um, I'll, I'll explain a little story from my own journey, and I'll hopefully that will help. When I was in my youth, I was a competitive figure skater. So my body got used to a lot of training and athletic movement. And... I went to Brazil for a year to be an exchange student when I was 17. And during that year, I went from training six hours a day, six days a week to basically no exercise because back then it wasn't considered feminine for a girl to be athletic. I started eating food that wasn't controlled as I had when I was training for skating. And so I started eating and eating and eating and eating and not exercising. And I I gained a huge amount of weight. I came back so heavy in the year's time that my parents didn't recognize me when they came to pick me up at the airport. And so my dad wanted to put me on a crash diet when I got home because I had to take the weight off. And my mother, fortunately, took a more sensible approach. 
She said, we're just going to start moving on a daily basis together. She was into jogging at the time. And so I would walk until I could jog and I got more active and we started eating healthier food. By the, the year I was gone, she had been diagnosed with melanoma and started eating a much healthier diet. So there weren't any processed foods in the house. There weren't any junk foods or any of the things that we used to indulge in as, um, as kids. And I started eating whole foods. I started learning how to understand my hunger signals and my satiety signals. And over the course of about four months, the weight came off. Simple, right? Well, that's easy when you're 18 years old. What happens when you get older? It isn't a whole lot different, but health is going to look different for you at different ages. And so a lot of these diets that you're seeing are geared toward people who are younger. Um, when you look at the celebrities, of course, they can lose weight on these special diets. Number one, they, they can afford to hire personal chefs. They can afford to hire personal trainers. They can afford to have all of these plans and all of this support daily because that's their job. But that's not how it works for normal people. And especially after we hit the perimenopause and menopause years, our bodies change. They respond to all of these activities and foods differently than they used to. And our bodies have different needs as well. So when we're getting older, we go on these really strict diets we're actually doing more harm than good when it comes to our long-term health because our body needs muscle mass to maintain strength, to maintain mobility, to maintain our ability to function on a daily basis. And we don't strength train when we get older because we feel like that's for young people or maybe we don't feel like we have the time. No one explains to us how critical muscle mass is for longevity, strength function, hormones, brain health, all of the things that you want to maintain that you used to have maybe when you were a little bit younger. So those diets are not only not targeting those things that you need at this point in your life, but also they're causing you to lose muscle mass which can affect your bone density, which can affect your daily strength and function. It will affect your energy levels. It will affect your cognitive abilities, your ability to think clearly. That's a huge, huge thing as we get older. Plus, some of these things, some of these programs will tell you to have these special meal replacement shakes or eat these special foods, which are loaded with sugar. And that's a whole other, the food issue we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But you start to do these things and you start to increase your blood sugar and throw things out of balance. Our endocrine system, our hormonal system is really a fine-tuned machine and it needs the proper inputs to function well. So when we're feeding it processed foods, when we're feeding it stress, when we're not recovering, when we're not taking good care of our bodies, jumping from diet to diet, and our weight is going like this, and our body is kind of like, I don't really know what to do. So it's important to think about why is the diet industry trying to sell you this product? What is it that it's going to do for you? And why do you think you want to go on that particular diet? When we take a step back, just because it worked for somebody else, 
doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you, right? We're all different. And when we go through these perimenopausal and menopausal years, we all experience those changes differently. I'd love to be able to tell you that there's one thing you need to do to make all of this work for you at this age, but that's not how it works. So when we are going to take a break in a moment, but when we come back, now that I've ranted on about the diet industry, I also want to talk about healthy food, what that is, what that means, what that looks like, and how that relates to health, fitness, weight loss, and your longevity, because those are really critical pieces. Garbage in, garbage out, right? All right. So um, we will talk a little bit more about that in a moment. In the meantime, you are here on the Inspired Choices Network, and I am your host, Julie Medesi, for the health of it, and I can't wait to come back and talk some more about food. Do you know that health and vitality are your body's natural state of being? Is that what your life feels like? Or do you feel like that's more of a pipe dream than an achievable goal? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing those not-so-fun changes to your body, or lacking energy and worrying about the side effects of aging, wishing you could fit back into your clothes, it is time for you to learn how to change it all. When you tune into For the Health of It with Master Health Coach Julie Medesi, you'll learn how to regain your sense of badassery so you can navigate midlife like a boss. Listen to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi, Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time, and 7 Pacific Time, and 4 p.m. in Italy on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is For the Health of It with Julie Medesi. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to julie at evexiahealth.com. That's J U L I at E-V-E-X-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. And now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Welcome back to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Julie Medesi, Master Health Coach, and today we are talking about weight loss and fitness, romance versus reality. If you would like to talk more about your personal journey, I welcome you to send me a message at the email, juli at avexiahealth.com. Um, I love to support women in this pivotal part of our lives from perimenopause through menopause, because the truth is we don't have a lot of good support, good resources, good information that helps us understand how to navigate this part of our journey. Now, most women who come to me, come to me for weight loss, which they do achieve, 
but we start by focusing on the other things that are more important to lay the foundation of good, solid, sustainable health so that weight loss becomes a natural side effect of the other things that we're doing right. So thank you again for joining me here on the Inspired Choices Network. Let's get back in. In the first part of the program, I was talking about the diet industry and how they are setting you up for failure. It's how they continue to grow year over year. Do you know there are over 40,000 different diet books on Amazon? I mean, come on. First of all, who has time to even sort through to figure out which ones to read? And the truth is they can't all be right. So there is not one single answer to all of the health issues, but I can tell you that your nutrition and your movement and your stress recovery are always the most critical pieces of that. So let's talk a little bit about that. And again, the romance versus reality of what this is going to look like. So when it comes to food, you see all of these things on the shelf. It's a healthy, light and fit, healthy, whatever. And these pictures of happy cows and little red barns and happy chickens and all of these great um, illustrations of how amazing the food is, or maybe the packaging looks like it's kind of earthy colors. And so it's designed to look like, oh, that means it must be healthy. The truth about your food, and again, this is promoted also by the diet industry, is that those diet foods aren't actually healthy. Reason being, they're filled with artificial sweeteners if they're sugar-free. If they're not sugar-free, they usually compensate for the lack of fats, natural fats, and other natural ingredients by adding in different kinds of flavor enhancers, different um, colorings, and additional sugars. And, and other things like cellulose. I mean, we're talking about wood pulp here, right? I, I don't know about you, but I don't really want to build my cells with that. Um, I don't aim to become a tree. So when you're looking at the reality of dieting, I would say skip dieting altogether. Pretend it doesn't exist and let's take an approach that's going to build a healthy body for you. So what does that look like? What we eat and what we absorb aren't always the same thing. But when we eat healthier foods, our, helps our gut to heal, which means we absorb more of the nutrients from the food and we build our cells from what we take in. So you get to decide what you're building your cells with. Is it going to be the good stuff or is it going to be the processed fake stuff, right? So um, one, of the, one of the interesting things that I have found is the people are so obsessed with the numbers, right? So we've got calories, we've got fat grams, we've got sugar grams, we've got, those are important numbers. We also have the scale weight. We also have our measurements and we have our clothing size and we put a lot of stock into those numbers. So the truth is that numbers don't lie, but they don't necessarily tell the whole truth either. And again, I'll, I'll illustrate that with my own story. Some years ago, I went back to the U.S. to visit family, and when I returned to Italy, I had gained 10 pounds, about five kilos, and I was frustrated because I didn't want to gain weight. I was healthy. I was happy with where I was before I went back to the States, so when I came back to Italy, I got back into my regular routines, and the scale didn't budge, and I was getting really frustrated with it, and then I realized 
because I do track my measurements and I do have certain clothes that are those, you know, almost fitting a little bit snug. And what I realized is over the course of six months, the total weight loss for me on the scale was three pounds. Three pounds in six months for most people would be so defeating they would give up. But the other things I started looking at were my moods were better. My sleep was better. My energy was better. I live with chronic pain. My pain levels were lower. I had gotten back into eating healthy foods. And those are the things that matter. And to be happy, I had lost 23 inches from head to toe, which is a lot. And I was wearing clothes that were two sizes smaller. All of that to say three pounds loss on the scale. So tell me, what numbers are more important to you? When you look at your blood work, those are some numbers that are pretty important too, right? So would you rather be that person who loses 20 pounds in a few weeks time with this miracle special diet, but your, your blood sugar levels are way up and your hormone levels are way off and you don't have the energy you want to get through the day and end on a high note? Or would you rather be the person who loses five pounds or maybe no pounds, but your clothes are fitting better and your energy is better and your blood levels are better? You get to choose. And so again, another tick against the, the diet industry. Can you tell I don't like the diet industry very much? I mean, I kind of like it because it helps me show people how they can really make better progress in their life, in their health, and do things in a sustainable way so I can use them as a contrast. But the truth is, I just, it really bothers me to see how they victimize women and they prey on people who are feeling bad about themselves and their body. And one of the things that I do when I work with my clients, we focus on three pillars. Those are think, eat, and move. And when you get the think part right, it makes the eating and moving parts so much easier. Whatever you may think about the way you look, about the way you should look, and we'll talk about shoulding in a moment, and the clothing size you wear, whatever you say in here, you cannot hate yourself thin, healthy, or fit. It doesn't work that way. And what would it feel like if you could learn how to be a bit more compassionate with yourself so that you can find the solutions that actually work for you? I had a I had a client um, I worked with last year and I'm actually still working with her. She did a, my six month program and she when we first spoke, we hadn't met before and we spoke about the program and she was in tears. She felt so terrible about the point she'd gotten to physically. She didn't have the energy she needed. She had a very important job. She was putting all of her effort into work and family and looking after everybody else. And she had doubts about the program, and I suggested she come in and try it, and we would talk her way through it. And after a couple of months in the program, she she said, I just can't believe the difference. She was waiting and waiting for the food habits to come in, for the food information, for the exercise. But what really made the difference for her was the stuff we worked on up here in the head, learning how to think about yourself as being just as important and just as worthy as everyone else you give your time to. How nice would it feel if you could think that way about yourself? 
We all have overtaxed schedules. We all have busy lives. We all have multiple competing priorities and commitments. And when we can prioritize our own health first, it gives us so much more in the tank to help everybody else and do all of the other things that we want to do with our lives. It's counterintuitive because that's not what we're taught. We're taught that that's selfish to take time for yourself. But you know, the saying, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. When you have your health, you have everything. The older we get, the harder these things are to put into place because we have all of these habits established. But the great news is it's never too late. My client's story, I am very thrilled to tell you that after we spent six months together, not only did she drop a couple of clothing sizes, but she's found, refound her love of exercise. She started prioritizing her own needs. She started feeling so much more confident in herself that she actually changed jobs which was unheard of. She'd been with her company for like 15 or 18 years. And she took her very first vacation on her own, away from her family. She wanted to have some time to herself, to support her needs, to plan, to just recharge her batteries. And she took it. Her family was a little bit surprised, needless to say, but she, she finished that vacation telling me that she just felt like a completely new person. And you know what? She did all that work herself. I was the guide and I was thrilled to be able to help her and help support her through that. And when you can get to a point where you feel worthy of taking care of yourself, all of those other things are going to happen for you as well. So another client um, same thing. We exude a lot of energy and we don't understand how much what we do impacts other people around us. And one of my favorite client stories is a woman who's a full-time caregiver for her son who's severely disabled. He's got spina bifida and water on the brain and he's autistic and he has all of these difficulties. And so she's been a full-time caregiver for him since he was tiny. And we started working together and she was in tears. She said, I hate looking in the mirror. I can't stand what I see. And after a while, we started again, just simple things, paying attention to the self-talk that was going on. That was it. Did that for a few weeks. And when she could write that down and start seeing what was actually going on inside her own head, she she came to me at our uh, one of our check-ins and she was crying and she just said, oh my gosh, it's no wonder I feel the way I do. I would never speak to another human being like that. So it's important if you decide you want to get healthier, you want to lose some weight, you want to get fit, ask yourself why and look inside and listen to what you're saying. Are you talking to yourself the way you would talk to your best friend? Because I got news for you, you are your best friend. And that's how you're going to get started on a path to success, not by some diet industry telling you that you have to look a certain way, weigh a certain amount, judge by the scale, and even some of these other weight loss programs. And I'm ranting on about the diet industry again, but some of these other weight loss programs, I did Weight Watchers before, and it, a lot of people have great success with it. But you have to get on that scale to maintain a life, lifetime membership. You have to keep getting on the scale. How How is that helping your mindset and your relationship with food and your relationship with your body? It's just 
not. So let's talk when we come back, we're going to take another break. Let's talk a little bit about what it really takes to lose some weight, what you need to think about after 40, how you can look after your body. And I'll try my best not to rant on again about the diet industry. It's only because I care. So we'll be back after this break. Do you know that health and vitality are your body's natural state of being? Is that what your life feels like? Or do you feel like that's more of a pipe dream than an achievable goal? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing those not-so-fun changes to your body, or lacking energy and worrying about the side effects of aging, wishing you could fit back into your clothes, it is time for you to learn how to change it all. When you tune into For the Health of It with Master Health Coach Julie Medesi, you'll learn how to regain your sense of badassery so you can navigate midlife like a boss. Listen to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time, and 7 Pacific Time, and 4 p.m. in Italy on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is For the Health of It with Julie Medesi. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to julie at evexiahealth.com. That's J-U-L-I at E-V-E-X-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. And now, back to the program. Hello and welcome back. Let me ask you a couple of questions. First of all, I'm Julie Medesi, your host here on For the Health of It, and I'm so glad you're joining us today because this is a topic I'm extremely passionate about, which is weight loss and fitness, romance versus reality. One of the things I, I love to do is find out from people what they're dealing with, what are their struggles. And I wonder if you ever get to the point where you feel like it's got to be better than this. I want to participate in my life instead of watching from the sidelines. Do you feel like you're hiding yourself maybe because you don't feel like being in the forefront of pictures or maybe because you just don't have the energy anymore to do all the things that you love? Because you have the right, you are worthy, and you have the ability to feel amazing. And what that looks like for each person is going to be somewhat different. And that's why I love what I do, because we can take an approach that you can customize for your life. Most of these programs you see are cookie cutter, one size fits all. I'm also really excited to tell you if you're interested in working together, I'm launching this week my BUILD six-month mind and body transformation program. If you're interested in participating in that, I would love to share more information with you. Feel free to reach out to me through my email, which is juli at evexiahealth.com, 
or feel free to have a look at buildabodyyoulove.com, which will give you more information and details about the program. It's, it's a great program, and it's going to help you get through the summer, through the holidays, and into the new year with all the support and guidance you need to understand how to navigate those challenging situations like vacations and celebrations and graduations and weddings and special occasions, and of course the holidays, because we've got Thanksgiving in the US and Canada, we've got Christmas and the new year, which of course are always that time when people say, never mind, I'll deal with it after January. But you are gonna have to do that this year because I got you covered. So. We were talking before the break about the fact that, you know, the weight loss journey is is going to look different for everyone. And also, once we start getting to that age of 40 and beyond, and especially beyond 50, menopause changes things. It changes our hormone levels. It changes our fat storage. It changes our brain function. And when we can learn how to take care of ourselves through those years, it will make that midlife time of life, that transitional time of life so much more enjoyable because you can get through it and feeling vibrant and feeling energetic and feeling fit and healthy. So what does that look like? Well, the truth is it looks a bit different for everyone, but the fundamental things you will want to do at this age, at this stage of life are going to be fine movement you enjoy doing as many days of the week as possible. My my rule rule is to move more days than I don't. And I think that's a really good place to start because sometimes we feel like we have to pigeonhole ourselves into these days and this much time and do these exercise programs. And that's just not true. If you're forcing yourself to do things you don't enjoy, the likelihood of your continuing to do them is pretty slim. So find movement you enjoy doing if it's dancing or riding your bicycle or playing tennis or walking, hiking, playing with the dog, playing with your grandkids. It doesn't matter. Go swing on swings in the park and go up and down the slides if you can, because we want you to laugh and have fun. Laughter really is the best medicine when it comes down to it. When we're talking about food, what foods make your body feel good? This is a time of life to really tune into your body so that you understand how food makes you feel. You may be surprised once you stop and start paying attention. What do you say to yourself? What are those conversations you have inside your own head? Because those are going to determine how worthy you feel of taking care of yourself and how easy it is for you to do. Once you feel worthy, I'm sounding like a broken record, but once you feel worthy, you will give yourself that gift. You will give yourself the priority you deserve. You will find a way to make it happen because you know how good it makes you feel. And when you feel good, you do good things. It's easier to participate in your life. It's easier to be present for your loved ones. And who doesn't want to be around fun, healthy, healthy, happy people, right? We're kinder. We're, we, we put out better energy. I was telling you about my, my other client who, um, who has the, the son who's disabled. When she changed her inner monologue, it was amazing to see how she changed and how she was willing to put time into herself and her exercise. And when she started taking care of herself, 
the most amazing thing happened. Her son stopped fighting about doing his physiotherapy, asked her if they could exercise together. They started having little competitions. I put together bingo games and things, fun activities they could do together. He started helping out around the house more and he stopped having as many episodes with his autism. I'm not saying it cured him, but I'm saying it changed his life dramatically because not because she did anything for him, because she did that for herself. I get goosebumps every time I say I tell that story because it's true and it makes such a difference. You can tell when you walk into a room, if you're with somebody who has that negative energy, we call them energy vampires, right? They just suck the life out of you. Or when you're in a room with somebody, you just feel really good being around. You can be that person for others when you start taking care of your body the way it's meant to be taken care of. So movement that you enjoy, movement that feels good, sleep, rest, recovery, I don't think we appreciate how crucial that is for good health. And it, people say, oh, I, I just don't sleep well. And fair enough, I am the first one to tell you that at this point in life, there are nights when sleep eludes me. But I understand the difference between resting and sleeping. So even when you can't sleep the way you'd like to, getting a proper appropriate rest still means a lot to your health because when we sleep it's like that's when our brain is is cleansed and and washed and it prepares us for the next day our memory and recall are sorted and stored when we're sleeping we burn the most fat when we're sleeping our hormones balance when we're sleeping our muscles rebuild and recover when we're sleeping and so when you find a way to make that happen, and I have loads of techniques, we can address that in another show. When we learn how to address sleep, it makes a difference in the rest of our day and the rest of our life and the rest of our function. Because if you notice when you're tired, you tend to crave things that aren't necessarily supportive of good health. When we're tired, we search for food naturally to re-energize ourselves or we search for food that feels comforting because we feel uncomfortable and comfort foods aren't necessarily a bad thing i don't forbid anything in my programs nothing is off limits unless you have a medical reason not to eat it but when we search for things that are more supportive of health and energy it makes it easier for us to stay healthy and energized. And the first ingredient of that is going to be your sleep and recovery. So stress management, another huge, huge piece of health and eating. Again, when you're eating and you're super stressed, your body isn't going to digest food as well. You're, you're not going to absorb nutrients as well because your body is stealing that energy to deal with the emergency that it senses. And so we want to be able to eat in a relaxed state. So sitting at the table to eat, trying to eat foods that you need utensils to eat with, making sure that you're looking after that piece of it also is important, just like what you're eating is. So when it comes to food, again, I know this sounds complicated, but it isn't. Whole foods as close to their natural source as possible. That's the bottom line. The difference is finding the whole foods that make you feel good and that work for you. And think about that. Not every food is good for everybody. 
when you think about tree nuts, for example, almonds, great healthy snack, lots of healthy fats, good vitamins and minerals. But for some people who have a tree nut allergy, those could be lethal. Um, for me, I live with chronic pain. Beans and legumes are great sources of fiber, and there's a lot of nutrients in them and um, protein and vitamins and minerals. When I eat those things, my inflammation levels go up and my pain levels shoot through the roof. Those are not healthy for me. That doesn't mean they're not healthy for you. So pay attention to how food makes you feel when you eat it. Give yourself a little body scan, a little check-in, maybe a couple of hours after you've finished your meal. How is your energy? Do you eat, did what you ate make you really tired, really sleepy? Maybe that's not the best thing for you to eat, or maybe your portion was a little bit over generous. There are lots of little ways to tweak and, and adjust these things that don't involve a lot of complications. The important thing is to learn to tune into your body and listen to what it's telling you and listen to your brain and listen to what it's telling you, right? Because after 40, our nutritional needs are going to change. And after 50, your nutritional needs are going to change. I have uh, Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroid disorder, and I've been through menopause. I think I'm done with it now, I hope. Um, but I can tell you that even in the last few years, even though I'm managing those conditions, I'm having to change the way I'm eating because I had a Hashimoto's flare last year, my weight went up, and it's not coming off as easily as it used to. Now, I've learned to love my body enough to not worry too much about that because I know that it will adjust over time, but I'm finding that I have to be a little bit more creative in my approach, and I'm working with a coach because coaching is a really great way to look at those places that may be a blind spot for you because you know what? Well, we, we get to the point where we get so obsessed about our weight, our clothing size. I should do this. I should do that. I should wear this size. And we should all over ourselves until we feel guilty and bad and, you know, not so comfortable in our body. But when you look back at the end of your life, are you going to remember all the times you were perfect with your diet or the times that you were 100% on track with what you ate and the way you exercised? No. So when you ruminate over those things during time, you are going to rob yourself of some really important opportunities to create memories and spend time with the people that you love. So I'm going to um, we're going to have a break and then I want to um, I want to talk a little bit next week about mirror mirror on the wall got self-worth because what we're talking about this week is going to lead perfectly into that your self-worth will determine so much of your health you can't even begin to imagine so we'll be back after that do you know that health and vitality are your body's natural state of being is that what your life feels like or do you feel like that's more of a pipe dream than an achievable goal if you're a woman over 40 experiencing those not-so-fun changes to your body or lacking energy and worrying about the side effects of aging, wishing you could fit back into your clothes, it is time for you to learn how to change it all. When you tune into For the Health of It with Master Health Coach Julie Medesi, you'll learn how to regain your sense of badassery so you can navigate midlife like a boss. Listen to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time and 7 Pacific Time and 4 p.m. in Italy 
on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is For the Health of It with Julie Medesi. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Julie at EvexiaHealth.com. That's J-U-L-I at E-V-E-X-I-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And now, back to the program. All right. Welcome back. I'm so excited you're here with us on For the Health of It. I'm Julie Medesi, your master health coach and host. We're here on Inspired Choices Network, and I'm so excited to have the opportunity to talk about these things with you. I was just chatting with a a client and friend of mine earlier today about how how the tiniest changes can make the biggest difference. And one of the things that I find when we are looking at dieting and weight loss, and let's just forget about dieting. When we're looking at weight loss and fat loss and getting healthy, those aren't necessarily the same thing. I mentioned this earlier, but when you are taking good care of your body and you're eating the right amount in the right way, you're getting all of the rest and recovery that you need, you're moving your body in a healthy way that supports good hormone balance and strength and energy. It's amazing how different you can feel. And it doesn't have to be a massive overhaul. As a matter of fact, one of the things about the way I work is we have to slow down and take smaller steps. Because when we try to do everything all at once, it's a perfect recipe for failure. And I find in this in this day and age, we we put all of this pressure on ourselves. Again, because we have so many competing priorities, we have busy schedules. So we have to just, where are we going to fit it in? Where are we going to fit it in? And so simplifying the way we look after our health means we get to slow down, we get to take smaller steps, and we get to do things in a way that will actually notice whether they're helping us or not. When you've been on a diet, when you've been on an exercise crazy exercise program or, you know, and I've done the, like the P90X and all of those sort of things. And, and I kind of like that really intense exercise, but not everybody does. And at this age, it's not actually that healthy for you unless you're already super fit. There's a huge cost to getting lean and it takes so much focus and so much effort. People say, oh, I wish I had six pack abs, but do you really? Because what you have to do to get there, the amount of body fat you would have to lose to get there actually isn't healthy for you after you are starting into the perimenopause and menopausal years. Your body needs a little bit more fat because your hormone balance changes. Your body needs that cushioning. Your body needs that support. And so besides the fact that some of these people who lose all this massive amount of weight when they're older, they look kind of gaunt and they have lots of wrinkles and their skin just doesn't look healthy. And when we can do, again, simple things, you don't have to white knuckle your way through your days. You don't have to worry about every single thing you put into your mouth. How nice would it be to live like that? You can have indulgences. You can enjoy holidays and celebrations and vacations. The important thing is to do it in a way that works with your body. So sure, we'll have a little bit of uh, extra wine maybe on the weekend, or we might have that piece of birthday cake with someone. Cool. Excellent. And then 
you can do the next healthy thing. So there's no guilt involved. There's no ruminating over all of these things. Do you know how much stress that's already causing you? And as I said before the break, you're robbing yourself of experiences and, and important things in life that I'm sure when you look back at the end of your life, you would much rather be thinking about than all the time and energy you spent worrying about what to eat and how to do the best exercise program. So we are talking about simplifying small steps. And when we look at doing things in smaller steps, so maybe you want to eat more vegetables. Great. Instead of saying, okay, from now on, I'm going to eat six servings of vegetables every day. If you're starting out with one or two, how about you find a way to add vegetables to one more meal, one more serving of vegetables to one more meal and do that for a few weeks and see how that feels. I love adding in instead of taking away because you and I both know that when somebody tells you you can't have something, that inner two-year-old goes to work and starts throwing tantrums and pretty soon the only thing you can think about is that thing you said you can't have. When nothing's off limits, it kind of loses its appeal because the truth is food has no special power. It's just food. It's not good or bad. You aren't good or bad for having eaten it. You've just eaten some food. Changing your relationship with that food is the best way to get your body and your weight and your energy and your fitness um, back to where you want it to be, right? So we don't restrict, we don't deprive. We just learn how to have those things as part of a healthy lifestyle. And I think being able to enjoy, well, and I live in Italy, being able to enjoy a glass of Prosecco on the weekend, oh yeah, I'm going to be doing that. Nobody's going to tell me I can't. Trust me, I've tried it. It doesn't work very well. And now we're coming into summertime and there are going to be barbecues and cookouts and graduations and weddings and all of these things coming up. It's a perfect time because there's so much amazing fresh food available. How about this for a strategy? I have to go to a special celebration tonight and I'm really worried because I tend to overeat at these things. Maybe you could have a healthy snack before you go so you're not so hungry when you get there. There's no such thing as saving up calories, right? We do that. Oh, I won't eat all day and then I can really pig out all night. Your body doesn't know what day it is. Your body doesn't know what time it is. Your body doesn't know that it's a wedding versus a meal at home. It doesn't know. And so it isn't going to process those things any differently than it would any other food that you eat. So when you can approach those things from a perspective of, I'm going to have that and I'm going to enjoy it, and you eat it slowly and mindfully, you can be satisfied with less, you can go do it guilt-free, and then you can get on with your life and continue taking care of your body. Because fun and celebration are important parts of life as well right? It isn't all about, I can't eat, I don't eat those things. We choose to eat or not eat foods. We don't restrict ourselves. We don't force ourselves. It's not a healthy approach to health. Again, remember that thing I said about stress? When you raise your stress hormones, you are telling your body to conserve energy. You are telling your body to store fat. You are telling your body to do things that are exactly the opposite of what you want your body to be doing. When you learn to speak nicely to yourself, when you learn to care about your body because you're worthy of taking care of your body, your body is going to respond and give you the gift of health. 
And I'll ask you this, if you don't do anything differently after today, what will the cost be to you in six months time? Where will you be then? So there's no right time to start. There's no wrong time to start. The best time to start is right now. You can make a healthy choice and you can make another healthy choice after that. You get to decide. And doing those things in a way that's simple, much smaller steps, they're going to compound over time. And you won't even notice that you're making these changes. And all of a sudden, you'll look back and say, oh, I got here. I got here and it wasn't so hard. So if you would like to have some guidance on how to do that, I really would love to talk to you about the BUILD program. Um, we've got six months to, to do all of this together, to slow it down, to make it smaller steps. You deserve to feel amazing. You deserve to have that vibrant, energetic life that you so desire. And middle age is the perfect time to do that because it's a time to celebrate. We've gained wisdom. We've gained experience. We've raised families. We have social networks. We have activities we love. There's no reason that this couldn't be the prime time of your life. So take those small steps, make those choices for yourself because you're worthy, because you deserve it. And the other people around you in your life are going to benefit from that too. I think when we can change the health of the world one person at a time, it helps make us kinder people when we feel better. And couldn't the world just use a bit more kindness? I think that's a good reason all on its own to do these things, not only because you're worth it, but so are the people you love. And what better gift to give them than the absolute best of yourself? So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you took something away. I would love to hear from you. Please let me know what questions you might have, how I can support you. If you're interested in checking out that six-month program, it would be buildabodyyoulove.com. I'm here on the Inspired Choices Network with For the Health of It. I love talking to you about all things health-related, and I want to see you have the body you love living in, the lifestyle to maintain it, and an amazing, amazing life to go with it. So what else would you like to hear about? Next week, we are going to talk about self-worth and how that impacts your ability to be healthy and stay well. So mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Your self-worth is. And I look forward to seeing you next week right here on For the Health of It on Inspired Choices Network. See you then. Thank you for listening to For the Health of It with Julie Medesi, Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, 8 Mountain Time, and 7 Pacific Time at 4 p.m. in Italy on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember, you can build a body you love living in, one small step at a time. <laughs>